Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So in this episode today I'm going to touch on working around injuries and how I uh, recommend potentially doing so and how I go about doing so myself. So I thought the episode just because I have been having troubles with my knees myself so I thought it would be valuable to kind of give you the tools to work around injuries on your own and show you how I potentially handle doing so. And uh, by no means am I a physio, I just have experience doing it, so it's not, it's just simply me sharing you my experience. Uh, if you need professional help, get it, uh, but this is not it, if that makes sense. So just basically simply discussing my experience and how I handle it and how I like to. And in terms of, first of all, something I'd like to say is listen to your body. If something hurts, don't work through it. It's obviously a sign that you're doing something wrong. If it's execution, or if it is due to any other reason. The worst thing you can do is just keep working through it and making it worse and not listening to your body uh, because it will just inflame the area or aggravate whatever is aggravated and as a result maybe cause a long-term issue from what was originally something short-term. And as a result just make you need to take time off training for even longer for example. You could have maybe just lightened the load slightly or done something else to basically not put that stress on that muscle. But if you work through it, then you are just setting yourself back further. So if something's sore, listen to your body and don't just work through it. And what you can potentially do if, let's say, you have certain pain is you can work around it by working in potentially high rep range. The benefit of this is it's just less load exposure. So if you're doing a 20 rep set on the leg press, uh, which is kind of like a good a good movement to do a high rep set on if you're going to, uh, especially one that you can handle a lot of load on, it can do you some good having a bit more of a higher rep set. Uh, and you can potentially get more out of it in my opinion. Leg presses just anecdotally feel better if you aren't doing like a 5 to 9 rep set, I, I probably wouldn't recommend it just because the overall load you'll be lifting is pretty ridiculous. There'll be a lot of stress on your joints there. And yeah, so could you work in a higher rep range just to basically reduce load exposure? Or could you use a different tempo uh, to again reduce load exposure? Not only that, but what a certain tempo can potentially do is reduce the amount of inertia, which is basically acceleration. So if, let's say, you control the way down, pause at the bottom, and then drive up on, let's say, a squat. Uh, then that's going to put less stress on your knee joint in that bottom position than if you bounce down then back up out the hole. And what I mean by that is, what basically inertia is just basically acceleration. What what moves must be stopped. And if, let's say, you are moving an object at high speed, then in order to slow it down, you need to produce more force to change direction with that, if that makes sense. Whereas if you go really slow, you're not requiring as much force in that bottom position to change direction. What I'm trying to say is, if you just bounce down to the bottom of a squat, you've got a lot of stress in your knee joint in that bottom position. So controlling the tempo uh, and like having a really good eccentric, adding in a pause, usually only does some good. The caveat to that is if it is sore at the bottom, you're spending more time where there is pain, which you could potentially argue isn't the best. But yeah, just make sure you are making sure what whatever you're doing is pain-free. That's kind of like the main telltale sign to see if it's aggravating it further or if it's all good to perform and what you can also consider is your setup so could you potentially play about with your foot position on movement 
again we'll just stick with leg training for an example of course this applies if you are doing pressing movements and it's causing pain could you potentially try a different grip if let's say a wide grip is causing you issues uh, but I'm just kind of sticking with legs but obviously you can transfer over it and use this kind of thought process to other body parts and yeah so could you change your setup if it's your stance or could you change where your knees are tracking for example to find a way to do like a movement pain free and could you just do more warm-ups are you potentially going into that movement a bit too cold could you potentially get some more blood in that muscle before doing so and what you could also consider as well is like a uh, exercise selection like if you can or not not so much selection order if you can look at your exercise order let's say you have sore knees and instead of going into a let's say a hack squat first in the session you might put a leg extension before it and as a result what you could potentially find is it warms the knee joint it means that your knee is more comfortable going into that hack squat or a barbell back squat or whatever squatting compound you're doing or leg leg compound you're doing uh, maybe going on to let's say isolation movements prior can do it some good maybe it could be the opposite maybe it could hurt more if you do the isolations first so yeah play about with it see what feels best for yourself see what allows you to perform pain free which is obviously what's going to be most important if you have played about with your rep ranges you've tried different tempos setups and you've tried more warm-ups but it's sore regardless then what i'd maybe do is just two things if you've been progressing the movement maybe stay at that weight see if the and working a higher rep range oh i've just kind of touched on rep ranges but stay at that weight see if you can do it like the week after and if the pain subsides if you kind of get used to that kind of level of stress because what what basically pain is is or like pain when it comes to like aches and pains in the gym for the most part is what we're doing outweighing tissue tolerance and the tolerance of our joints and what i mean by that is we're doing too much for our joints can handle we're putting too much tension or torque if you want to use the fancy word on a joint that can't handle that amount for whatever reason at that current moment of time so what you could potentially do is uh, again if you can't let's say stick with the same road you've tried maybe even decreasing it to a higher rep range and it's still slower then i'd remove the movement for that period of time the reason being is again we don't want to be making matters worse the best thing you can do is just be stubborn make matters worse and cause a long-term issue from what was just a wee short-term we ache or pain because usually when you do have aches or pains and something is sore then then what you'll find is it will just there's usually a sign there's usually a sign like if you let's say come into like an an elbow injury or something usually like you might have had a wee bit of discomfort and you just didn't think anything of it and didn't really change anything as a result of it and then the matters get worse and then it becomes a long-term issue so usually we can spot these things in advance but we just don't really listen don't really think about it and then once something happens like we hurt that body part etc then we look back and be like damn it i wish i changed something i wish i listened to my body there so typically i find you can work around things like that and see them coming so yeah remove the movement if you can't do it pain-free and if something is pain-free then and what i mean by pain-free if it causes no pain both during and after it then i'd just crack on with it meaning i'd keep doing that movement and not really worry about it and if let's say that means you can't do leg presses for a period of time but you can squat you're still going to be able to grow your legs same applies with other body parts uh, if you can't do like a certain 
certain movement when it comes like a barbell bench press you're not gonna have that doesn't mean you're not gonna grow your chest there's nothing wrong with a set of dumbbells or using a machine if anything you could argue they're better in some circumstances so yeah if you can't work around it just remove it and kind of do what you can if that is swapping to another variation of that movement for example if let's say uh hack squat hurts your knees try a barbell back squat see how we get on there could you potentially do that and not have any issues we basically want to only put force for our body that uh, on that muscle that a specific that that specific muscle can tolerate if that makes sense we don't want to exceed what it can tolerate and that will change throughout a period of time like it might be when you have like the biggest or your knees are the worst that you might not be able to do much weight at all and you still have pain like I experienced whereas if you gradually work it up you're careful and cautious warming up then you can maybe get stronger over time and then the tolerance in terms of your your joint tolerance what it can tolerate without running into pain and injuries and issues can be better and in terms of what causes causes injuries and aches and pains and wee niggles so the reason why I want to touch on this is because we don't really need to know how to how to manage them if we just don't run into them for in the first place which is obviously going to be better we want to be able to train without having to worry about injuries uh, so it's probably better touching on what causes them than just leaving it there in regards to how to work around them if that makes sense so the first thing that I think causes a lot of issues is lack of control so lack of control meaning not controlling the way down and bouncing out the bottom position not controlling your changes of direction nine out of ten times when a client says something hurts i look at their form they've not got appropriate amount of control or they've not got appropriate amount of control on another movement that trains the same body part and that pain's just milking over to that other exercise so if let's say you're bouncing out the bottom again that's a lot of stress in your joints if you aren't pausing it at any point in the rip when it maybe could potentially be a good idea to do so then that's something you could try because what's going to happen is it will just re reduce the amount of load you're lifting which isn't necessarily a bad thing we obviously want to get stronger over time but with good form of course and if we're using less weight we are still reaching failure to an extent you're getting the same out of it maybe even more out of that movement depending on what the movement is but you're never gonna you're never gonna really have any downsides from having a control of the centric because the centric portions were the bang for the buck is that's where the value of a movement is that's where we arguably build muscle best it's also where we're strongest so there's no reason why we can't there's no excuse for not controlling your eccentrics on the way down uh, so yeah that's the most common thing i see when it comes to movements in the gym like a lack of control causing it uh, so yeah make sure you're pausing your reps using a full range of motion and not ego lifting pretty much what can also cause it is just movements with a lot of torque or stress on a target on a target muscle uh, so maybe like when you're performing a hack squat we've got a lot of bend in the knee we've got a lot of load on the quad whereas things like a barbell back squat we've got more distributed evenly so running the movements with a lot of torque especially with a lack of control can sometimes cause it torque is basically how much how much like tension is on a joint if that makes sense yeah so if there's a lot of torque uh, then there will be a lot of stress on that joint uh, so the equation to work out what basically torque is is kind of getting going off in a tangent but it's just like how much force you're experiencing times moment arm so what force is is just how much weight you're lifting 
moment arm is basically how far it's hard to explain in a concise manner but how far the te- the line of force is away from the joint uh, so what I mean by that is like when we're doing like say a hack squat our knee's really far over our toe if we position our feet correctly so that puts a lot of force on that knee joint and uh, another example of which well, what movements could cause let's say a lot of issues is if let's say you're doing oh a good example where there's a lot of torque is the top of a dumbbell lateral raise. That's a great example. Movements where there's a lot of tension on, like a muscle, although it's good, we want tension, uh, sometimes it can cause issues as a result of that if they're done with a lack of control. And in terms of what else can cause issues, it's repetitive stress. So basically, connective tissue takes longer than muscle to recover. So if, let's say, we're performing movements that are pretty similar, quite like quite frequently and maybe our tish- our connective tissue is not healing and recovering as fast and we're still let's say going back in the gym and training again then that can potentially be a reason uh, so also like if you are doing the exact same motion for like three sessions a week for example if you're barbell bench pressing three times a week then you're probably going to run into some sort of elbow or shoulder issue for the majority of individuals not that you can't barbell bench press or it's going to 100% cause pain, but if you're doing it three times a week, it is common to run into some sort of issue. So what you could do instead is just have some sort of variation because if you're doing the exact same movement pattern, exact same rep range, touching the bar to the exact same bit or for the exact same grip, then that's like a lot of stress being put on that one point for like a very or very frequently. And that's going to that's gonna accumulate over time. A good example no, it's not quite an example. A good analogy or kind of way to kind of picture this is if you've ever seen like running water somewhere and you see what the water does to the stone from just hitting it for years on end, it carves out the stone and it makes it look smooth. That's kind of a good example. One drop of water is not going to really change the stone much, but doing that again and again for years and years and weeks and weeks really, really frequently will add up. And in this case, obviously, the stone is your joints. It can kind of eat away at your joints and cause issues over time if you're doing movements like that too frequently. Also, just obviously consider your split setup and how much you're doing uh, as a whole. And some ways that I like to kind of prevent injuries and manage injuries and basically recovery modalities like I that I like to use is things like stretching and foam rolling. So people say you don't need to stretch stretch you shouldn't need to stretch and stretching's good stretching's bad there's a different opinions on it personally when i stretch and foam roll consistently my my joints have less bother especially my knees monthly my knees have less bother when my quads aren't tight when i'm stretching them and foam rolling them consistently uh, so i'm a fan of it it's helped me and i believe that is what keeps me pretty much pain free because i don't run into a lot of issues in the gym and being mobile and not having excessive tightness in one area is not going to... It's, it's only going to help. It's not going to hinder anything, let's be honest. Uh, there's some research that says you shouldn't stretch before a workout. My take on that is, again, is grabbing your leg and stretching your quad to 20 seconds going to stop you from progressing a lift? I don't think so. Uh, if you are doing, let's say, really aggressive, excessive stretching for a very long extended period of time, let's say stretching your quad, you're doing that for like five minutes, then maybe. But if you feel like it's tight 
it's going to stop you from doing a movement pain-free or it's going to stop you from doing it safely and effectively uh, then I'd rather someone stretch than not stretch because they could have a wee bit of benefit in regards to their performance. So I personally like stretching, I just do it away from my session. There's also something to be said about like foam rolling and stretching, putting you in a relaxed state, which in turn can help improve your sleep quality and then your recovery. And in terms of what other recovery modalities work or something else you can do if you have, let's say, an injury or you hurt something in the gym is icing like straight after can blunt inflammation, but we shouldn't do this consistently because inflammation's good and bad to an extent. We want inflammation in some circumstances. Muscle growth is an inflammatory response, for example. So if we're get, getting out the gym every session and we're taking an ice bath or using ice, then that will have anti-inflammatory effects, which will obviously maybe help certain injuries or aches and pains, but it will also blunt muscle growth. So you be, should be mindful of that. Is it better to, let's say, recover from an injury slightly faster than not, let's say, expose yourself to cold exposure? Yes, but I wouldn't like someone doing that every single session for weeks on end, if that makes sense. And from there, heat can promote recovery if you, like, tweak your back or something like that, which is something my physio, like, suggested to myself. If you ever hurt something, so you can potentially use heat exposure for just, like, a, a hot bath to kind of like relax your musculature which is something I'll do if like like I said if I do tweak my back that's what I kind of do I try and get some cold on it and then after that use a hot water bottle have hot baths and that can help potentially loosen an area. Some other things you can do to just stay injury free is just kind of consider supplements that help in regards to joint support so things like curcumin uh, has great anti-inflammatory effects and other benefits to it and glucosamine as well and omega-3 fatty acids or yeah omega-3 supplements or fatty acids uh, are ones that are super valuable in my opinion omega-3s you can get from food but these supplements shouldn't be a band-aid uh, they will be obviously they will have benefit to it they're ones that i believe have good research behind them and they're valuable but you shouldn't just not change your execution or not change your form and take supplements and hope it fixes your poor execution because it probably won't work uh, you'll probably still have issues uh, again, it's to supplement what else you're doing. It's not to add, or it's not to kind of, it's not to make up for you having poor form. So in terms of when to add movements back in, so what I recommend is if you've got an injury or something, what I personally do myself is if I can't do that movement pain-free, I'll basically take it out and I'd, I'd at least give it a few weeks when you've not had any issues and then add whatever movement that is in or just stick with another variation for a block or maybe longer but then if you let's say you really feel like you need to go back to that movement or your other movement stalled give it a try again start it with immaculate control in a high rep range see how it feels and uh, then just run with it but again if that causes issues there's no reason why you need to run that certain exercise you could always try another and if it is pain free then crack on and gradually increase the exposure of load to your joints or basically gradually uh, increase the load over time and then uh, just be mindful of it of course and what you can maybe do is just like, pause the movement again make sure execution is flawless in regards to your eccentric control and then you can always like remove the pauses at a later date but there's no harm in pausing a movement it's not really going to have much downside so it's not even a bad idea to run Things like pauses in your training long term on certain exercises to prevent these issues kind of arising. And something 
or a, a reason why I like to pause movements is when you're performing a lift, if you're exploding up and then let's say not controlling that top portion, not having any pauses there, how do you know your muscle is finishing that rep or if it's not just acceleration from the other three quarters of that rep? Because uh, it most likely will be if you are, or the two thirds, sorry. If you are, let's say, doing a leg extension, you're throwing it out the bottom really explosively, is your quad actually taking it to the top of the rep? Or is it just momentum, pretty much, carrying it there from that bottom position, from you exploding up? So, yeah, a quick recap on the episode. So, in terms of managing injuries, you can consider execution in terms of your tempo. You could consider your setup, just basically playing about with it. Can you do that in a pain-free manner? Uh, and if you can't use a high rep range, improve execution or do anything that allows you to do it pain free, you can remove it from a period of time and just be mindful of what could potentially cause it. Is it the movement itself or is it you have, let's say, maybe excessively tight musculature in certain areas which causes you to have issues? Uh, so personally, I like stretching and foam rolling. I think that's something pretty valuable for injury prevention and some that's kind of like the main thing I do as well as obviously sleep and eating. Uh, and also take supplements that are good for your joint support, things like that. And then add the movement in, basically at a later date, when you're really, really confident you can do it in a pain-free manner, and when you see a need to, and then just make sure your execution's good uh, moving forward. Because the main thing that will cause people to run into aches and pains is simply their execution, is simply not controlling their reps enough, in my opinion. So hope everyone enjoyed the episode, and thank you very much in regards to listening.